It is Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020, and you were tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today, we've got details on more full-time World of Outlaws late model drivers. Uh, Power Eye and the CompCam Super Dirt Series have 2021 schedules. We've got some Bristol dirt observations and more. But first, this episode is brought to you by Blood Lubricants. Blood carries a high-performance line of synthetic racing oils, and they've got you covered for all sorts of dirt racing applications. Engine oils, gear oils, suspension fluid cleaning products, you name it, they've got it. Before you roll your car onto the track next time, try out the Bloodline Protection pre-race spray. It's a rinsable spray oil that washes off with water and will make it easier when your race is over to clean off the mud, dirt, and gunk from your race car. It's just one example of the many products they make to keep racers going. To check out their racer support program, find out more information, or to buy, visit bloodlubricants.com. That's B-L-U-D lubricants.com. If you'd like to receive 25% off most products, use code DIRT at checkout. That's D-I-R-T, all caps, at checkout. A tweet from yesterday from the World of Outlaws Late Model Series confirmed the seven announced full-time drivers up to this point, and it indicated we might see as many as 15 full-timers to start the season in a few weeks at Volusia. So far, we know about Brandon Shepard, Ricky Weiss, Cade Dillard, Dennis Herb Jr., Daryl Lanigan, Chase Youngins, and Boom Briggs. Other drivers who were full-time in 2020 that have yet to declare officially are Ashton Winger, Scott Bloomquist, and Brent Larson. Even if those three are for sure back, that means we'll have at least five newcomers for 2021. One of those rumored to possibly be joining the series full-time is Ross Bales. There have been some Facebook posts kind of pointing in that direction uh, from some people around his team. Um, Bales will compete full-time with Big Frog Motorsports if that is the case. Bales has attempted 16 outlaw races in the past two years and had a win in 2019 at Cherokee Speedway. In eight starts in 2020, he finished with three top fives and six top tens. He would be a solid addition to a strong field of drivers for next year. Uh, obviously with the ability to be as consistent as he can and uh, with some race winning experience as well. I'd imagine we'll know pretty quickly who the rest of the full timers are as the season starts in just three weeks on January 14th. We'll obviously keep you posted as we know more, uh, but that World of Outlaws Late Model Series uh, continues to round into shape and uh, it's going to be a pretty stout field of drivers for next year. Power Eye released their 2021 National Midget Schedule yesterday, which features 41 races from March through November in seven different states. The 2021 season opens uh, March 19th and 20th at Monarch Motor Speedway in Texas and includes many traditional favorites, including the 8th Annual Turnpike Challenge, the 10th Annual Illinois Speed Week, and the Ironman Weekend at the Federated Auto Parts Raceway Die 55 with the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars. The year will come to a close with two nights at Caney Valley Speedway, November 5th and 6th. To see the full power Power Eye National Midget Schedule, and then also schedules for the War Sprinklers and the Power Eye West Midgets, uh, which were also released yesterday. You can find those at PowerEye.com. That's P-O-W-R-I.com. In other schedule news, the ComCamp's Super Dirt Series, it's a super late model series that runs around the South, released their 2021 schedule yesterday. Starting in early March, the series will race 29 times at 14 racetracks across four states. The opening weekend is March 5th and 6th at Boot Hill Speedway in Louisiana, and the series closes out October 9th at Jackson Motor Speedway in Mississippi. All races on the calendar will pay at least 3000 to win, with many paying a lot more than that. Three new tracks join the series next year, including Central Arkansas Speedway, uh, Dirt on the Rev, and Pike County Speedway. There will also be two co-sanctioned events with the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, as has been customary, including the Clash at the MAG, which is June 17th through 19th, and the Topless 100 at Batesville Motor Speedway, August 19th through 21st. To see the full slate of races, check out CompDirt.com. Um... 
In light of yesterday's announcement about the Word of Outlaws returning to Bristol in 2021, I went back and rewatched the 2001 Channel Lock Challenge from Bristol that is available in the Vault on Dirt Vision. Feature turned into a heck of a battle between Jeff Shepard driving for Guy Forbrook and Sammy Swindell. Swindell famously won both races at Bristol in 2000 and 2001. Shepard made, uh, made him earn it, though, in 01. Few observations I had, kind of while watching the or rewatching the action. The first uh, is the Roger Slack mention. Uh, he's the World of Outlaws flagman for these races. Roger spent years as a flagman before transitioning to other roles, and now ending up as the general manager at Eldora. Something else uh, that I noticed, it got pretty dusty during the during the feature. Eli Gold and Brad Doty kept talking about how they had pre uh, prepped the track a little bit drier than they had the night before, the prelim night. And, you know, kind of with there being really high grandstands at Bristol, there's not really anywhere for that dust to go. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how track prep goes uh, this time around um, and, and, you know, what they've learned and, and to see if they can do stuff to kind of keep that dust down. I'm also curious about that track build. Uh, in 2000-2001, Bristol was banked the same from top to bottom, somewhere 30 to 35 degrees, depending on who you believe. The actual number is a little bit in dispute. Uh, but since that, the track was repaved in 2007, the track now has variable banking. Uh, the top is banked somewhere around 30 degrees, and the bottom at somewhere around 24 degrees. Um, that's obviously created a, a very different style of racing on the paved track. Uh, you know, it used to be Bristol was all, always around the bottom. That's what made Bristol so good, uh, you know, with the NASCAR stuff is that you know, those bump and run moves. Um, but now kind of with this variable banking, you're basically able to race from top to bottom on the racetrack and it's created a lot more side-by-side -side racing, but a lot less action. I'm curious how that will affect the dirt racing, if it will actually affect it at all. Um, I wonder if, you know, with the way they build the track, if maybe they'll take out some of that variability and they'll try to keep it even from top to bottom. We'll just kind of have to see how that plays out. I do think there will be a massive benefit to the Outlaws that there will be the third and fourth uh, third and fourth race weekends on the surface. Uh, give them plenty of opportunities to see how prep played out for the Bristol Dirt Nationals and the NASCAR races that are going to happen uh, in advance of those two World of Outlaws weekends. Certainly have plenty of time to make any necessary changes and adjustments to the surface. Um, and the Outlaws obviously have a ton of experience in recent years uh, and, and World Racing Group as a whole in recent years putting on uh, dirt races on asphalt tracks. Uh, you know, you've seen that with Super Dirt Week up at Oswego. You know, they ran the dirt race at Nashville here a couple years ago. Um, so plenty of opportunities there to uh, to see how these, uh, you know, these kind of temporary services uh, react uh, over a couple of days. And if you want to go back and watch those races yourself, as I mentioned, you can find the 2001 race on Dirt Vision. And there's a bunch of YouTube videos as well, including some late model action from both 2000 and 2001 as well. Uh, so go check those out if you're curious about what dirt racing in Bristol looks like. Uh, jumping over, there are plenty of other dirt racing podcast episodes to check out this week besides the Dirt Tracker shows. Open Red has Mark Dobmeyer chatting about his recovery from his incident this past year and a bunch more. The Dirt Nerds are talking about a bunch of schedule stuff, Chili Bowl and answering some fan questions. Ohio Dirt has Sprint Car Driver Kale. Conley. Passing Points is talking to all the ASCS regional champions. They've got Colton Hardy, Ayrton Jennington, Jeremy McCune, Cody Stacy, and Justin Zimmerman. And then the Midwest Auto Sports Podcast has Wisconsin racer Chance Siskowski. Uh, to see the full list of dirt racing shows and episodes, you can visit dirttracker.com slash podcast. And then there are two items on the streaming schedule today. Uh, besides USAC 24-7 over at Flow Racing, Dirt Vision has Dirt Car Esports action from the virtual Knoxville Raceway. You can watch that for free on Dirt Vision. To see the full daily streaming schedule, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. 
Uh, that's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Wednesday. You can find Dirt Trekker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com, and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.